The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. You recognize that sound? That's the sound of the Salvation Army Red Kettle Bells. And if you're like me, when you hear it, you think of Christmas and maybe even some last-minute Christmas shopping as uh, you were greeted by a Salvation Army worker ringing the bell. It brings back some fond memories, doesn't it? But the sound of that bell means so much more. And that's what we're going to talk about today on Community Spotlight. Thanks for joining us. My name is Braxton. And today our guest is Major Cam Henderson from Knoxville, Tennessee. He is the area commander out there, six counties in the East Tennessee region. You can find them on Facebook as well by searching Salvation Army of Knoxville. Cam, thanks for joining us. Great to be with you, Braxton. Great to be on the show. So when you hear that sound of the red kettlebells ringing, what does that, I guess, ring a bell in your mind? What is, what's the first thought that comes to, to your mind when you hear those, those sounds? Uh, it actually it means a lot of generosity from the community, and um, it means uh, what I've heard from the community is it kickstart their Christmas season. Um, I, I grew up with the bell. I grew up in the Salvation Army. My parents were with the Salvation Army as well. And so um, the, the Salvation Army bells always marked the, the start of a, of a busy, busy season, but exciting to see what will happen and how to help others. Um, and as I began serving in the Salvation Army as well, sometimes you wondered how other people feel about it. And, and a lot of folks have really said, you know, it feels like Christmas when I go out and I begin to see the Salvation Army bells. And so that that's heartwarming yeah. um, because it's a lot of a lot of hard work, but it's nice to know we're helping people encourage them in their own Christmas uh, season. So praise God for that. Yeah, it's a good reminder, too, for me that, you know what, I'm walking into this store to buy a present for someone that I love, but other people may not be as fortunate. You know, that's yeah. that's one of the things that it reminds me of each Christmas. And and, and I, maybe other people are like that, too. Yeah. And uh, what's what's neat to hear about is how people make that part of their family traditions. They'll go shopping as well and they'll get, you know, a doll or a truck for their kids. And then they'll know, well, that must be the kinds of toys kids want. So they'll get two dolls or two kids uh, or two trucks. And and that way they'll they'll donate one and give the other to their child. And so. Um, it's it's neat to hear that people enjoy celebrating with the Salvation Army in their Christmas season and to know that a lot of help will will come to, to folks in need. So I praise the Lord for both of those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, uh, 2021 uh, Kettle Campaign is sort of wrapping up here. Um, how did yeah. things go? What kind of numbers do you have to share with us? They went really, really well. We had a goal this year of $200,000. And uh, we surpassed that goal just a little bit. We have our last counting to do, but we think we'll end up with about $210,000, which is just a hair more than we needed to finish our budget, to get our budget for the year. And so, wow, we were just really excited. At the beginning of the season, you just never know. And last year was so difficult uh, because of COVID. And uh, so it just kind of we kind of threw our estimations out with that. And we just said, well, we know what we need for our budget and, and God's provided. So, and uh, the, the community generosity just kept coming and coming. So it was exciting 
to see that happen. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. That is, that's such good news. Uh, That encourages my heart. Uh, That's great to hear. Man. Well, so we were able to give uh, gifts to uh, over 1,600 children uh, this year to help make sure that uh, families have a good Christmas and that mothers and fathers who might be struggling this year can say, well, I I know there'll be things under the tree. Um, It's been a tough year for a lot of of folks. Um, And uh, so they were excited to be able to have some help to um, make sure there was Christmas. So 1,600 kids and then 200 seniors. Uh, We had a lot of folks say, I want to help some seniors and gave, you know, um, clothing or cat hats and and gloves and blankets. Uh, They gave, uh, you know, things like carts for shopping and things to the seniors as well. And so 200 seniors in town, and that's just in Knoxville. Um, Our our offices in in, uh, Maryville and Sevierville also giving just hundreds and hundreds of gifts away to to help children and, and seniors. And so it's it's a really, really exciting season. That's awesome. And, you know, one of the things that I also want to touch on today, Cam, is what happens after the bell stops ringing. So when the yeah. calendar turns to 2022 in January, I guess shed some light on on what happens next for the Salvation Army, especially there in Knoxville. What what's your, your next focus? Yeah, I, that's a, that's a, a a great question. I appreciate that. Um, people know us so well at the Christmas season, and then and then appreciate us a lot the rest of the year. But they may not know, or we don't tell the story well enough. What what else goes on? So the Christmas season. Um, is when we raise our funds, really a big, a big uh, a, a, a bunch of that, a big chunk of that of our budget is raised this year that helps us, uh, this season that helps us the whole season long, the whole year long. So the, the money we raise during the Christmas season will help us make sure people um, who are struggling keeping their home, it will help them with rent and utilities. It will help them if they're struggling getting food on the table, it will help them with food from our food pantry. Um, it'll help uh, children who were, were part of in an after-school program. Uh, it'll help them make sure they continue with their studies, and that's going a, a tremendously well. And then um, a, a, the biggest part, the busyness of what we're seeing and, and doing here in Knoxville area anyway, is helping those who find themselves homeless get back into homes. It's, we're finding tremendous success um, helping people get rid of some of the, the um, barriers that keep them homeless or have gotten them homeless and uh, seeing them get back into homes again and get off the streets. And uh, I'm really excited about that. So we, we, we don't stop during the Christmas season doing all of those things. And so in January, they'll keep on going. Um, last year, we were able to see 160 people come off the streets into our programs and leave into homes. And that's, that's an exciting thing to me to see when I see so many homeless out on the street, uh, really just, they might be homeless or they might just not have an adequate home uh, to live in, or they might be staying with others, but to have that change for them to where they're actually finding, getting their own place um, and, and having their lives changed. That's a really, really exciting thing. So excited to continue that work and get back to focusing on it, actually. Yeah. And, and you know, you get to see this day in, day out. This is, mm-hmm. I, mean, I can tell that's your heart to see people helped when they're at sometimes their lowest point in their lives. 
What, yeah. uh, you know, you're talking about the homeless. Is that maybe the, the thing that wakes you up in the morning that excites you the most about what you get to do? Or what else or what other things that you might could share about that, uh, you know, really encourages your heart as you, you serve with the Salvation Army? Yeah, it, it really does, actually. Um, you know, the the working with these folks who many of them have many, uh, many things in the way to getting back into their own place. It's exciting to help break out, break down one of those barriers at a time so that they begin to find ways to get back into their own place. That's exciting. Uh, one of the other things that's exciting is looking well into the future. How do we work with children to change some of their ed- education, their trajectory of their education? They might be failing in school or really struggling getting D's or behind in the reading and actually working with them. We don't work with a whole bunch. We, we just can't. We're not staffed for that quite yet, but we're seeing such great success in the small number we are looking at how can we increase that? How can we work with the schools in our neighbor in our, in our neighborhood to help edu- um, elementary, sk- uh, elementary kids, school, uh, school kids and middle school kids, um, trying to get them to third grade reading level on time or trying to help them get their, their homework finished and just stay in school because that, if, if we change education for some of these kids who find themselves in a poverty situation, we could change that next generation. Mm-hmm. And so that they don't continue in a poverty situation. And that's exciting to think actually we can change that, that student or that child's life or their future life um, uh, with that, uh, helping them with school and helping them with their education. So trying to help change homelessness on the front end beforehand is as an exciting pursuit. Um, it's the long game, but it's an exciting pursuit. I love that perspective. That's great right there. He is Cam Henderson, the uh, area commander there in Knoxville, and you can find them online at SalvationArmyKnoxville.org, or you can also find them on Facebook as well. Give them a like and a follow there. Cam, as yeah. folks are listening, how can they get involved with what you're doing there in East Tennessee? What are some things that they could they could be helping you with? I tell you, we need, we always need donations. I, I don't, um, I don't want to uh, minimize someone who says, I want to get involved, but all I can do is give funds. That's a huge thing because it allows us to, it gives us the freedom to, to buy the things we need to buy or to keep the lights on in our homeless shelters for men and for women and for women and children. Um, it, it allows us to keep the lights on and food on their plates. We serve them three meals a day and make sure they have um, staffing to encourage and coach and um, strengthen them at, to get rid of some of the barriers to get back into homes um, to help our kids in our in our homework club, those kinds of things. But they can also volunteer with a lot of those things. We have volunteers all the time come and help us serve meals, come and help us with our homework club, come and help us in a lot of different ways. So that website will help link them to volunteer opportunities as well. And so um, that that would just be a, a tremendous help. Um, yeah, we really need that help. I tell you, one of the other things um, that could really help us is prayer support. We really need prayer support. Um, we need folks to understand that that um, the people who are desperately in need are still wonderful people and God's people, and God loves them. And so, how do we pray them through the crisis that they're in? And it might be a lifelong crisis. Um, how do we pray them through that to begin to change that for their for the future and for their good and and let them see the kingdom of God into their lives? And so that would be an exciting thing is to have uh, continued prayer support. Um, I'll tell you one of the things that I see coming up that I feel like we're we're beginning to 
put things in place to engage with. And that is how do we create um, uh, utilizing our shelter, a residential drug and alcohol program to help people um, get rid of that huge barrier of addiction or huge barrier of abuse of substances um, in order to help them get back into work, help them get back into homes and help them get back into normalcy. But that, that's that abuse of that substance and, or potentially that addiction, that is, um, that is enslaving their lives. And, and how do we help them change that? That's, I, that's one of the things I see coming uh, for the Salvation Army in 2022, looking at a lot of community partners who are doing that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the men uh, on the streets need a place to stay while they um, work on that addiction and that abuse. Um, uh, that's an exciting thing that's coming. And so we're going to need a lot of help. So if that's something uh, folks are interested in or have some skill set or some ability and they're listening, reach out to us. Um, it's an area that I feel like, how can you change homelessness if we're not changing some of the substance abuse that's happening out on the streets? And, and again, there's a lot of folks already working towards that. And so how can we provide a place for people to live while they're in those programs? That's what we're looking to, to see if we can do. Man, that is so exciting and encouraging to hear. It uh, lifts lifts my spirits, and I hope it does for you too. And if you want to learn more about what Camp's talking about, if you want to help the Salvation Army there in Knoxville, please go online. It's yeah. SalvationArmyKnoxville.org. They're also on Facebook. You can find contact details there and learn a little more about uh, some of the things that you can be doing today, maybe in the new year for a New Year's resolution. You want to do a little more for your community. A great way to do that would be the Salvation Army there in Knoxville. And he is Cam Henderson. And we appreciate your heart sharing kind of behind the curtain of what happens there in East Tennessee. And uh, just talking about uh, the Salvation Army today and how things have gone in 2021. Thank you, Cam. Thank you very much. I appreciate it very much, Braxton. And and, uh, God bless you. And thanks to Community Spotlight. Uh, uh, It's wonderful to be with you today. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.